Yes, hello and welcome to the ME7 podcast. Signing number two through the door at ME7 as Josh Walker joins the Jills on a season-long loan um, from Burton Albion. Well, I say season-long for the rest of the season. You know what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, a striker. Um, used to play for, for Dagenham and Redbridge. Um, has, uh, yeah, <clears throat> has joined the Jills until the end of the season. Um yeah, a lot, a lot of comments on it tonight about whether he he is what we need. He is what 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 Chillingham need. Um, and I've got Lewis, Lewis, Tom, and Matt to tell me their thoughts. Um, is he what we need? Is it is it the end of what we need? Is he the right fit? Um, has he been written off too early? I suppose all these questions the boys are going to ask tonight. So, um, yeah, let's get on with let's get on with the show then. Um, Lewis, good evening, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. Hello, everybody. Been a while since I've been on. Um, yeah, I'm not bad. A little bit frustrated, a little bit. Um, I think the best way to describe my feeling right now would be eye rolls. But um, yeah, is what it is, mate. We keep going. And, um, you know, the whirlwind that is Gillingham Football Club rolls on. Yeah, go on then. I, I suppose the eye rolls is, is to do with the signing of Josh Walker. Um, just give us your. Give us your your thoughts on it then. When when you saw it announced, yeah, not mass, not massively. To be fair, on the signing of Josh Walker, um, I'm not thrilled by the signing. You know, I was a little bit underwhelmed when I saw who it was, sort of thing. I did watch the video that he was announced and just sort of thought, "Who's that?" And a bit more research, I'm not, you know, blown away by it. Um, you know, with a little thought, I'm not as underwhelmed as other people have been. From what I understand, he he jumped two divisions when he was enjoying success in the National League and that was probably a little bit higher for him at that point. Um, This is probably his level for now. He's different to what we've got. I think he's, you know, a bit of pace, which we've all wanted. Um, You know, he's, for me, you know, I say something we've not got. I think I've said before, I think we covered all bases in the transfer window in terms of forwards on paper. Um, I think now we're accepting that some of them aren't going to make it at the club potentially. I don't know if that's too harsh or people are going to be moved on. I would expect one to be moved on this window, potentially more in the summer. Um, my issue is I don't think he necessarily improves our first eleven because, uh, you know, I think Hawkins is undroppable just because of his physicality that he brings. And then Macaulay Bond, in my opinion, still our best striker. Why wouldn't you play him? But I get that he's a little bit different and you could probably pair him with Hawkins or Bond, to be fair. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not massively underwhelmed. I'm not massively excited. Um, it's just been a difficult few days, really, isn't it? With with the whole stuff with Brett Hutton, uh, Brett Hutton, Romero Hutton, and you know the the Forest Green result, which is a bit frustrating. And I've not really spoke about that on the show. But yeah, in terms of in terms of today's events, um, I'm intrigued more than anything. Um, not blown away, but not underwhelmed either. I wouldn't say. Yeah, Tom, we'll bring you in, the mate. Um, yeah, give us. Give us your thoughts on the signing of, of Josh. Yeah, more, uh, evening, Ron. Um, I, I think, I think the thing is, is that when when we look at you know, to say the last sort of year or so in terms of forward targets, we kind of went through the Alfie May saga. Pe- people talked about you know who might be coming in, and then we had the the brief mention of Johnson Clark Harris. I think 
I think we need to be realistic still. We're a League Two team that can't score very, that don't score very many goals. We're not going to attract a striker that's ready-made, going to score those goals for us because realistically, he's already in place. He's already playing somewhere else, or he's completely unaffordable. Um, Walker itself seems like someone. He's he's twenty-six, but he's still got a bit of raw talent. He's not played much at, at EFL level. He, he does appear to have different traits than what we already got. And the way I see it is that, yeah, he might not be an out-and-out starter, but realistically, we're bringing on the likes of Nichols and Nelson that have scored, what, maybe four, four, four league goals between them this season. Why not? Why not bring on somebody else with a bit of something different? If those if those players from the start or, or from the bench aren't, aren't cutting it on a regular basis, what's the harm in bringing in somebody else? Um... I do think it's very easy to get kind of caught up in in you know records and you and you you speak to Burton Albion fans, but not that there's many of them, and and they'll say, oh, he's not, he's you know he's he doesn't do that much for us, but until he starts playing regularly for us, I'm not going to comment on on anything else that he does because frankly, it's all it's all irrelevant. You know, you can watch highlights and you can and you can hear from other fans, but until he starts playing in a deal shirt on a regular basis. You just can't can't make that you know kind of consultation. So again, choose to look at it with a with a positive spin, glass half half full, and see how he does. I think what's interesting, Tom, you make the point about Walker coming off the bench and making things happen. I find it quite interesting with that signing that Clements was quoted saying the other week that anyone we do sign will be signed as quality to improve the squad and the starting eleven. Um, surely now, regardless of what we think of Walker, has he been signed to simply do that? Well, realistically, that, that implies to me that, you know, let's face it, Hawkins to one side, Bon, Nichols and Ashley have all been dropped or they, they've all had a go at starting alongside Hawkins in the past, what, you know, half a dozen games. He clearly doesn't have a, a set partner in mind for for Hawkins. Otherwise, he would be persevering with that one partner. So realistically, he might he might think, well, I've got nothing else to lose. I might as well give give Walker a, a turn up front alongside Hawkins and see if that if that comes you know comes to fruition. Because if we keep on rotating the other forward alongside Hawkins, trying to trying to make something stick. It's going to mean that those players aren't playing consistently enough. They're probably not getting much of a chance to really, to really sort of, you know, get a run going. So he might be thinking, well, I'm going to bring somebody else in and realistically create a bit more competition and hopefully put a bit of something up those other players to be like, well, well your your place isn't guaranteed. I'm bringing somebody else in. If he does well, then then that's going to be our starting our starting partnership going forward. Yep. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt Olson, good evening, mate. Um, yeah, let's let's have your thoughts on the signing of just walking in. I mean, I, I wanted a marquee signing and obviously that this isn't it. But I am in no way judging the guy before I see him in a jewel shirt. That, that's the one thing I, I can't do. I mean, look, you've got to remember Tom Eves, you know, look, look where we dug him up, Simeon Jackson. Players in the National League can generally, you know, step up, but he did jump up two levels and he's found it difficult. 
So maybe this is going to be his kickstart to get his career going. Uh, you know, he, he's. You look at his videos. He, he is a. You know, he can score goals. You know, he's 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 exactly what you said. He likes to be in the centre of the box. He wants to get yeah onto the end of things. Put the ball in the back of the net. Let's hope he can do it in a dual shirt. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, Matt, I, I suppose similar similar to questions that I've I've asked Lewis and Tom is that, like you've just said, is that. Obviously, yeah, that definitely don't judge it before he's he, he's stuck a Jill shirt on, um, and previous players in Jill shirts have done well for us. When funny enough, the Dane Oliver come with a terrible record, so did Tom Eaves, um, and they 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 flew in a Jill shirt. Um, so, so yeah, I suppose looking from his video, he's certainly different, isn't he, Matt? Yeah, he is. He is. He's absolutely different. And look, you know, the the, the old age uh, saying is, you know, you, you never judge a book by its cover. And look, sometimes in football, a player just fits a club. You've seen it. Look, uh, I forgot the bloke's name. He played for MK Dons, you know. Um, he's done like Dean, isn't it? He's played like, you know, he, he fits that club ethos right down to a T. If he comes in and he fits our club ethos, he's going to hit the ground running. He's, you know, hopefully score some goals for us. Then, hey, let's try and sign him in the summer. But, look, we've got him on loan. That is the bonus. We, you know, so, yeah, OK, we're going to be paying his wages. We haven't spent any money. It still means, hopefully, that means there's some money in the kitty to go out and potentially get that marquee signing that we all want. Yeah, I suppose, Lewis, I'll throw it back to you then about I guess more signings coming through the door. Um, what else do we need? What else are you are you are you expecting? Uh, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm expecting, you know, at least one more through the door. I suppose I wouldn't expect another striker. Now we have five. Uh, you know, we're playing two, but you know, rarely would we see more than four. Maybe one will go out, we'll see. But I, I can't see us signing another striker. Um, you know, we signed a right back. We signed a striker. Those were two areas that needed strengthening. Um, you know, I think it's not been the window we were hoping for at the minute. I think we were ho- hoping for a few more. But I get that it's not as easy in January. I think last year potentially made it look easier than... Than it was because of how much we shrink. Than it is because of how much we strengthened in January last year. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We, you know, we're hearing rumours today about Dom Jeffries departing. I think if it's a window of Jeffries leaving and uh, and and uh, Walker and Hutton coming in, that's probably a bit underwhelming. But you know, it is what it is. Um, if Jeffries did go, I think we definitely need another midfielder. Because uh, you'd have to probably rely on Tim Dieng. I know George Lapsley can play the position. Uh, Johnny Williams can't. I think we've had that established now after the closing moments of Forest Green. So I think we'd want another name in there. Um, yeah, I don't know really. I suppose you, you know we, we've all, all all wanted wingers, but we're not playing with wingers now. I suppose one would be nice to give us a bit of versatility in games because if we were to play with wide players again, we would end up having to shove Johnny Williams out there or Jaden Clark, who um, potentially not ready at, at, at this stage. So yeah, maybe a winger, maybe a midfielder if Jeffries is on his way out. And apart from that, I'm not, I'm not really sure there are too many areas where we're lacking depth. I think you could always argue, you know, it's a cliche that managers say if someone's going to come in and strengthen us, then 
then you wouldn't pass up the opportunity. But I can't see that happening on on too many occasions now for the rest of the month. Luke, we'll bring Good you, evening. mate. Good evening. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts on the um, signing of Josh Walker. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as everyone's making out. Um, obviously, his record at Dagenham Redbridge isn't too bad, but one go every two and a half games. Um, I just think the problem is when you've been linked with Alfie May, even Aki Nyemi would be an upgrade, I think, on, on Walker, um, as well as like Paul McCullum. I think when you put it into contrast of that, I think it is a little bit underwhelming. But, you know, can't judge a book by his cover yet. I say he did have a good record at Dagenham and Redbridge. If he can um, replicate that for one every other game, then I think we'll be having a different conversation towards the end of the season. Um, I think picking up from Lewis' point, I mean, what else What else do we need? Um, I don't think the, pro- the problem is obviously putting the ball in the back of net, but the other big issue is we don't really create anything. I know we're putting all these crosses into the box and having these shots, but for me, it's clear-cut chances and we're kind of having a, a midfielder that's going to really carry the ball and, and, and drive against defenders and, and, I say, create these clear-cut chances that we really don't create at the minute. So I think kind of if we was to get in Hutton, Walker and then maybe another kind of a creative midfielder or uh, I think I'd be quite happy with that. I, did, I never thought we were going to get four or five in the window. I think kind of three would probably be the max. But um, I think the next sign is crucial and I think that's got to be someone who's going to kind of create some chances for for, the, for our forwards because I say I think that's the that's our Achilles heel at the moment where we don't we don't really create enough. So um, let's see how he gets on. He's got he's got everything that actually Nadsen hasn't got, which is which is uh, um, power and he can he, he can definitely get in and and use his muscles and, and his strength. So I think it's an upgrade on Nadsen. Um, I think probably be Nadsen or Nichols will be the one that goes out, but. Um, We'll see how he gets on. Scored a good goal against us last year, so hopefully we'll we'll see a few more of them. Okay, mate. Uh, Owen, good evening, mate. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts on on Josh joining the duels. Um, I'm with Luke. I'm sort of in the um, party of not as down lit as as most people, but not you know overly excited either. It seems that he had quite a reasonable record with a. Uh, Dagenham in the conference, which is much more close to our level than I think League One is. I think the gap between League Two and League One's significantly bigger than it is um, from the National League to League Two. Um, yeah, I've, it's it's odd because you know everyone wants that recognised striker, they recognised name, and you know they want these things. It costs a lot of money to do it most times, but. It's it's important that we did get a, another fresh option up there. Um, can I say that I'm massively optimistic given his record at Burton, where I think I read some ways he'd only played nine minutes since Christmas or something like that, which is a bit of a concern in itself in terms of fitness. Um, much like the problem we had with Macaulay Bomb when we signed him and getting him up to speed, you want players, players who are ready now. Um, which he may well be in himself, he feels, but obviously match fitness is different to any other type of uh, fitness for a footballer. Um, look, he, he could prove to, to be useful. Um, you know, we all knew that we needed something uh, in in the final third, this window, a striker specifically, because, you know, none of them have, have been able to, you know, reach the heights that we wanted them to. You know, as a team, we don't score enough goals. Everyone knows that. And 
when you haven't got a reliable striker to help you along with that is going to be a, a big issue in getting goals in general where you haven't had that. Is Josh Walker going to be the answer? I, you know, I'm not going to say no, but do I have enough reason at this moment in time to say yes? No, I don't. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how he gets on. Um, I'm hopeful. Let's put it that way because, you know, I, I never like seeing... You know, on social media, whenever we sign someone and people look straight to the record and get all that, you know, antsy online and things like that. I don't really mind if people have those opinions and they, you know, say it to their friends privately or something, but I don't really like when people make it really public and, you know, the player could stumble across it and see it and think, oh, that's a good first impression, isn't it? People think this would be before I've kicked the ball and things like that. But it's, yeah, we'll just have to see how he, how he gets on. Um, the window as a whole, um, obviously it's two signings now. If um, we do lose a couple of players, one of them looking particularly likely tomorrow, let's be honest. Um, and another one with that being even Nichols or Madison, then there's still got to be good movement inside into the club from the remainder of the window, which is you know more or less four days now because you don't really count the weekend, do you? In order for this to be a successful January window, because I think if we lose. One of uh, one of Nichols and Addison, which you know, with all due respect, them the way they played the season, not a massive loss. And then Dom, if Dom goes, which you know is looking like they've got to be honest now. Um, and we have only bought in a, a striker with you know a questionable goal record on the right back. I don't think it it represents a, a window of particular improvement, to be honest. Okay, uh, I mean, an answer to. Point about the window closing. Um, I actually thought it closing on the thirty first January. It doesn't. It's February first at eleven pm this year, which is interesting. So we've actually got one extra day <laughs> to try and to, to try and find a, uh, um, some more players. Um, Josh Wilson, we'll bring you in. Um, not been on the channel in a little while, mate. Give us give us your thoughts on the sign of uh, your namesake, Josh Walker. <laughs> yeah, I I actually like the signing a great deal. Um, he's quite a powerful lad. He has had a really good game against us, or, or two. I can't can't remember him too much in the first game uh, for Dagenham last year. Um, and he's very quick, and I feel that that's something that we lack in the final third. Um, for me, the, the the movement in in January is obviously will be predicated on by outgoings. So yeah, if we do lose Dom, I do think. I do hope that we'd sign another another sort of central midfielder. Uh, one for me that would be on my personal wish list, and I think would would aid us a great deal, particularly as we play three at the back, uh, would be another centre back. Um, not because the ones we've got are bad, but you know it would be amazing to have a ball playing centre back because our speed of play from the back three is very slow, and I do think that it hinders us going forward. Um, so, yeah, if we can get a reserve centre-back, even if it's a loan from a Premier League team, that's something that I, or or even a championship team, to be honest. Someone with, with good footballing pedigree to come in and, and play the ball on the deck as a centre-back, I think would be, be really, really beneficial. Just cover, isn't it, Josh, as well? Like yeah, I mean, what, we're playing what, three at the back, and the only cover we've got yeah. is Robbie McKenzie at centre-back. What if something happens to, 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 to Shad or Connor or Aimer, or two of them go down? And you're stuck on yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have no cover functionally. I mean, other than Robbie, who's already covering uh, right back, I get, although I guess he, he's not really doing that anymore. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd like us ideally to get, get 
some form of covering in that centre-back position, potentially someone that can play the ball. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Lewis, we'll, we'll come back to you. Um, yeah, extremely strong rumours that Dom Jeffries is is about to about to leave the football club. Um, yeah, what's what's your thoughts on it? I think it's a shame, uh, mainly because I know, I, it sounds weird, but I think he's a really nice guy. Um, I think he speaks really well. Um, come across him one or two times, and he's always you know engaging with the fans. I think he knows knows it knows how the club is viewed or how football is viewed from a fan perspective, which is always handy. He always gives 100%. Um, and, you know, you can talk about all these non-footballing things, but I think he, as well as a really good footballer, for me, in my opinion, he played his best football under Neil Harris when he was playing out wide, um, which I suppose is sort of a fairy tale if it's to be believed that he is going to rejoin Harris at Cambridge. I think it's a bit weird because Jeffrey said um, that he is happy to be playing centrally again under Clements and now he's going to a manager that played him out wide but you know it is what it is I was speaking to Owen a little bit earlier and we were sort of questioning why Cambridge uh, you know are, are they really a bigger club than us heading in a more positive direction than us I'm not sure I think he potentially views it as a stepping stone because he's so young and he probably wants to play higher you know he's probably aiming for the championship or something in the next couple of years which I think he can get I don't think he's massively progressed over the last year or so but I still think he's he's our best midfielder to have in there alongside Coleman and Mahoney at the minute. Um, I think he's better than Dieng. I think he's better than Lapsley. So it'd be a shame. Not that Dieng and Lapsley are bad understudies as such. Not the biggest fan of either of them, but I think they're decent players. Um, but I think he'd leave a hole. I don't know how it would work in terms of getting a fee for him in the summer, potentially. You know, maybe he's leaving now if it's if it's to happen because the club believe they could they could get a bit more money for him now if he's made his intentions clear to not sign a new deal, I don't know. But, you know, if a player doesn't want to be here, you know, who are we to stand in their way ultimately for our own benefit, if if not anything else? So it's a shame, but I don't think it's the end of the world. You know, I think we're losing someone from our best best 11, but the backups aren't, aren't a massive drop down. And yeah, it's, it's what it is, to be honest. I don't think it's, it, you know, if we were losing someone like Ethan Coleman or, or Connor Masterson, or even Ollie Hawkins at this point, I think it would be a much bigger blow for someone that's going to leave in the summer anyway, when we'll have a chance to replace them properly. Yeah, OK. OK. Uh, yeah, let's 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 move on to, um, yeah, this weekend, Mil- Milton Keynes. Um, I, su- I suppose, uh, yeah, Milton Keynes, that, Milton Keynes, Dons that have been revived under, under Mike Williamson. Um, it's fair to say they are in the playoffs. Um, they're currently they're currently sixth um, in 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 the table. Uh, so just just the, the two points and three and three points are, the two places and three points above Jules. Um, they've lost two out of the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Two out of the last twelve league games. Um, so it's fair to say they are they are bang right in form. Um, yeah, I guess Matt will come to you first, and then we'll we'll, we'll work our way along the panel. Um, Matt, give us your thoughts ahead of this weekend. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be a tough test away from home. Obviously, up there, I know. Obviously, first off, I want to say 
unfortunately i can't go but a massive like well done to everyone who is going because i think we've sold like well over a thousand tickets i think it is or something stupid like that but let's go obviously back the boys um yeah it's going to be a tough test you know i've rated mike williamson uh before um uh, and obviously he's made a step up and he's he's put a really good cables team together there making them work hard but the thing is they are weak in certain areas they, they've got i know a few injuries at the moment um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game i, I do believe but i think we've got to go in there and i think the boys need to know, to show that after last week's performance because clements has come out and said it you know he wasn't happy and uh, i think the boys weren't happy with the performance so they need to come out and show that you know giving football club is out of their heart and they're going to give them everything and I'll, I'll be watching on I follow and backing the boys all the way, but they really, really need to perform and, and give something to the, those travelling fans that are going there. Okay, Josh, we'll come to you then next about about the visit to, to MK. Yeah, they're a, they're a team banging form. They took AFC Wimbledon apart on Tuesday night. Um, it's fair to say it's, it's going to be a tough one on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, I am extremely nervous about the Milton Keynes Don game. Uh, it just feels like a team that we've always got a, a bad result against. Um, I know we beat them earlier in the season, but I've just flashbacks of going there in the past. I, I honestly have no no real prediction for the game. I don't know what will happen. I'd love for us to go there and get a result. I don't think you can take much out of their previous result against AFC because uh, AFC Wimbledon always have got sort of a head loss in them against MK Dons because of the history of the two clubs. And they just collapsed spectacularly in that game. It was more of an implosion than a, than a real tactical victory for Milton Keynes Dons there. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm actually going up with a group of 10 people. Uh, many of them, it's their first away game. So it would be, be an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, uh, the, the, the soulless ground of MK Dons. Um, yeah, Tom. Um, Tom, give us your give us your thoughts then ahead of ahead of the game. I think it depends on what what Jill's turn up. You know, we 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 sort of looked at the start of the season about you know we joked about how we'd kind of go to go to the games like you know Crawley and that, and and we'd go one nil up and then we'd dig in and we'd grind out a win, and we've started to sort of do that again recently with the Accrington and Colchester uh, victories away from home and. You know, we have got it in us to to turn up and to really sort of, you know, grind out a result, which ideally would be something that we would do here. We're not going to go and we're not going to go and beat a team two, three, four nil away f- at home, let alone away from home. So we need to be realistic of, of, of what we're facing. Um, MK are on a good run, but to me, they're just as liable to, to slip up as anybody else's. You know, everyone's beating everyone in this league. So realistically... It's not a foregone conclusion. We just need to get the get get the basics right, be solid, and then let's hope that we can maybe score on a counter attack or, or we're looking quite dangerous dangerous from set pieces. We have a goal in us. It's just whether we let in more more at the other end. Um, I know that's quite basic when it comes to football knowledge, but realistically, we have it in us to to win ugly and. Right now, we're not playing pretty football, so the only alternative is to just get a result by any means means possible. Yeah, 
Definitely. Um, yeah, before we move on to Owen and Lewis, um, yeah, the, this 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 episode tonight, as always, has been being brought to you by Balville and Grit Consultancy. Um, yeah, definitely go and visit their both their websites, and and you'll find you'll find their websites across our social media. Also, a massive thank you to to Gaslick Kent um, who, who sponsored us for the remainder of the season for your local plumbing and heating needs. Um, yeah, go go and visit um, their website as well um so thank you very much for their sponsorship um yeah lewis um yeah you know, obviously like like all the three guys have said before you um yeah mk don's banging for banging the playoffs but <laughs> this is this is a game where where jill's um it, it would it would be a jill's thing to spring a surprise <laughs> yeah it would to be fair i'm <clears throat> i'm not massively infused by what we're doing at the minute um, whether that's a, a Stephen Clements thing or a squad thing, um, I think massive improvements are, are going to be needed in the summer. Every time I think we're sort of starting to get it together, something like Saturday happens. But at the same time, every now and again, we do get it together. You know, as soon as we went one 0 down at Accrington, everyone thought it was game over, and we shocked everyone by turning it around. And you know, maybe we could get a result. It's, it's hard to predict. I think Tom's nailed hit the nail on the head when he says that. You know, we've got it in us to win ugly. We've got one or two goals in us, but it just depends about about the other end. And maybe we can make the game ugly. It's always hard to know the approach when you're going to play MK Dons. I've referenced it before on the show, I think, when we played him last time, that I remember a game under Steve Evans. I think we won 3-1 or something, and we sat off them and they scored a goal with about 25 uninterrupted passes. And then we decided to press them and, and, and we beat them really convincingly that day. I know it's not as black and white as pressing or sitting off, but with the whole attitude towards that sort of thing, I suppose that is the general view of your approach to defending a team like that who still play the same way, even though they're under a different manager, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not enthused. I'm not I'm not optimistic, to be fair, just because of, of the on-field on situation and struggles we've basically had this season compared to what I was expecting. But at the same time, I'm not writing off a result and I'm, I'm hopeful of getting one. Yeah, um, speaking of speaking of away games, um, believe it or not, um, Nick from Nick from Block um, is going on his first away day, which knowing Nick, um, he's absolutely buzzing for it. Um, he's, yeah, he's going to be <clears throat> you you've probably noticed that he's um this season he's been he's been filming he's been filming in and around the grounds the fans the, everything that happens at the football club um so he's yeah he's he's jumping on and, and uh, on on away day as such um if if you know Nick like we does we do um he, he he's not a football fan he well, he pretends he's not a football fan but he definitely is becoming a football fan um and and uh, yeah, he's he's basically going to be filming the fans on 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 the coach and and in the in the stands as well. Um, and basically, he's, what he's um, what he said to me tonight is that Shannon, obviously Shannon, you're listening. Um, he, he's asked he's asked Shannon to join him on on the coach for the away day. So so yeah, Shannon, I, I guess you need to get on to Nick basically and, and ask him. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll bring you in then. Um, yeah, I, I guess we, we've got the hoodoo of the, the coming from behind, away from home, and and winning away from home um, in 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 the past few weeks. MK Dons is going to be a different test, but yeah, what what are your thoughts ahead of the weekend? 
Yeah, I'm not going to tiptoe around it. I think we're going to get beat. Um, to be honest with you, um, MKR, the ground everyone hates going to for obvious reasons. It's boring. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's, you know, fans are just sort of, if someone's got a big fingers above the stadium, they're pinching salt and the fans just sporadically go everywhere in a the stadium. There's, you know, we're bringing a thousand plus. We'll obviously have the better atmosphere in the ground because, you know, there's just nothing there if that club is there in terms of fan support and whatever. But you can't deny that they have a very, very good straw. Uh, Dan Kemp coming back and staying there was a bit of a surprise. I know there's still time, but I assume they were going to recall him from Swindon to get some profit after we made such a good start to the season with them. But it seems to be uh, sticking around. I believe he got one of the goals on, um, on Tuesday night. Um, yeah, it's going to be a much more difficult game than the one we had at Priestfield where, you know, we could have scored a couple more and won it a bit more comfortably, but we won the game, thankfully, regardless. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I know we came back against Atkinson, but as uh, an Atkinson squad, they're a very, very young team. And, you know, don't get me wrong, we did well to get over that bit of adversity because we've not done it before, but we then followed it up with a really poor result and performance the week later against a really poor side. And, I think going to a team that is in such good form as MK, I think you're nailed on to get the playoffs now, if not maybe push for that third place spot behind uh, what's probably going to be Stockport and Wrexham now. Um, it's going to prove really difficult. And it's it's one of those games where if we go one nil down, I, I can't see it's one being able to get two and get back into it. And the second point, I just can't see us keeping it at one if we're then having to chase the game. I think it's going to be really tough. Um, you know, essentially what I'm trying to say is if you offered me a point now, I'd certainly take it. Okay, yeah, I, I guess on that note then, let's get, let's get yeah, score predictions then. Matt, what are you going to go for? He's probably muting himself like he always does. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd I, I stepped away and thought I'd, thought I'd done, uh, tap myself, but I hadn't. Uh, no, I've got to say, I'm always positive. You know me, Man United, 7 0, and all that. Um, it is a head and heart situation. Look, my head, knowing the football league, how I know it is, it's going to be an unpredictable game. My head says it's going to be 2 2. My heart, obviously, is going to go for a Jules win, like something like 3 0 or something like that. But look, in all honesty, I know it's going to be a tough game. So, if we got a point out of it, I'd be more than happy. Okay, Josh Wilson, what are you going to go for, mate? Josh has muted himself as well, probably. <laughs> no, apologies. No, the phone was on charge. Um, no problem. I, I, I'd like to say, you know, on, on my own, I'd absolutely take a point now from, from there. They are a team that's in form, but they did lose the other week to you know a walking team in and around us so they do also concede goals so let's say one all Tom what are you gonna go for short and sweet a one all draw and Josh Walker will score oh, there we go He's scoring a debut drop, drop the mic right there drop the mic right there Jesus okay cool Lewis Hope I'm wrong. Uh, don't like being negative, but um, not too much to cheer about right now. Uh, 2 0 MK Dons. 
Two new MK Dons. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Owen? Uh, I'm going for a bit of a weird one, to be honest. Um, I think we'll score twice, but I think we'll lose 4 2. <laughs> 4 2 is quite an interesting scoreline. Okay. No, my, think, my thinking was just when, you, when you're trying to get back into the game, you get caught on the counter attack, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one defeat on Saturday. Unfortunately, um, they're 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 banging form. They've got they've got pace of abundance. Um, yeah, they're 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 decent at home. Um, yeah, they're riding high under under Williamson, I guess. But yeah, Jill's gonna always spring up a surprise. But I think I think yeah, I think we're gonna lose out on this one. So yeah, two one. Yeah, thanks for um thanks for for listening uh, tonight. Uh, Owen will be. Back with a post-match pod after after MK, uh, we've got a look back live uh, next Tuesday night um, as well. Um, so yeah, stay stay tuned for that as well. So uh, yeah, thanks for for listening.